Welcome to Wealth Made Simple with Shaz, where you'll learn how to master your money through business, property, and tax saving strategies. Your host has collectively helped his clients make tens of millions of pounds in additional profits through these strategic approaches to business. Introducing Shaz Nawaz, an award-winning chartered accountant, property tax expert, entrepreneur, and property investor. One of the biggest questions and that people are asking all the time nowadays is, are we going to have a housing crash? Uh, because some people are uh, ready to invest a lot of money if there's a crash. Others are nervous about buying property because either they don't have any property and they're looking to go into property or they have a very small portfolio and they're looking to grow it. Uh, so all eyes are on the housing market. We know COVID isn't going away for the next six months, especially in the UK, but also worldwide. Then we're obviously waiting for a, a vaccine to make sure that works uh, and the economy is suffering so people don't know which way to look are we going to have a, a housing market crash or aren't we well nobody has uh, a crystal ball although some people sometimes purport to having one but we can look at some of the evidence uh, and then try and get to the bottom of it to see is it likely or is it not are we going to have some kind of a correction or no are we going to have a crash yes or no so in this series I'm going to try and share some of the facts with you, unvarnished facts and some of my opinion of where I think the housing market is going uh, and please feel free to ask questions below, I'll try my best to answer them. If you like the content, uh, press the like button, also click subscribe. If you don't like the content, let me know what you do like and then obviously I'll record that type of content as long as it's linked to housing and property and taxation because that's what I specialize in uh, and the more you tell me what you want the more content I'll give you and then we'll have a fantastic relationship so according to Nationwide they believe that house prices are at an all-time high that usually is an, is an indication that something might be about to happen uh, as at the end of September 2020 we had the biggest monthly rise in house prices in the last 16 years so things are moving upwards although a lot of people thought by now we would have a crash and they were wrong and I can tell you houses are selling faster according to Zoopla 31% uh, faster than in 2019 I also know that from experience because when I've been putting offers on properties in the last three or four months I can tell you agents are telling me houses are selling for asking price and quite a few have told me that they've sold for more than asking price because every single one that I've bidded on I've lost out and some of them I offered asking price so it's clear to me that uh, there were better offers and the average time it's taken to uh, sell a house is 27 days that's pretty good going so that indicates that the market is still buoyant it's moving in the right direction we will look at some of the reasons for that uh, in some of the videos to kind of explain that now Barrett Homes which is a very big uh, developer they completed building 5,252 homes uh, fewer than the previous year due, due to building sites closing 
uh, for several weeks due to COVID. So things haven't been too good for them. Things have been uh, pretty slow. Then we've got the issue of people wanting to borrow money uh, and what kind of deposits they want to put down. And if you're looking to put down a small deposit, then I've got some bad news for you uh, because borrowers who want to put down a 10% deposit uh, had a lot more choice uh, in before March. They had 779 lenders who were open to that. Right now, you've only got 60 lenders. So as of end of September, 60 lenders are willing to take on a 10% deposit. Uh, so they are getting stricter. So lending is kind of getting tighter to some extent. And according to the Financial Times, uh, they are saying that those who are offered a 90% mortgage are given higher interest rates. So you're gonna to have to pay higher rates if you wanna pay a lower deposit because the bank's taking a much higher risk. Uh, and the average interest rate uh, at the moment uh, on a 90% loan to value is 2.66%. That's 0.5% higher than it was last July. So that's not looking good. I know from my own experience, because I'm just about remortgaging uh, a property development I completed with 21 flats uh, with Interbay, and we're paying 4.64%. Granted, it's in a limited company, but we're paying 4.64% uh, for a five-year fixed mortgage. Now, where's the Bank of England in all of this? Well, according to them, over half of new mortgages in England are long-term fixed rates, just like what I've done. I've done five years. Now, five years isn't long-term in my world. It's medium-term. Uh, but the Bank of England treat that as five years or longer. So, the Bank of England suggests that this is due to fixed-rate mortgages not being subject to affordability tests and lower interest rates. And that analysis was done before COVID. So things are starting to change quite a bit. Uh, alongside that, obviously the government's offered quite a bit of support, which is, I believe has helped the economy and the housing market. Uh, and they have offered or made available uh, a three month mortgage holiday scheme, which started back in March when we had lockdown in the UK. And 1.8 million mortgage holidays were taken up. That's a lot a lot uh, and an applications for mortgage or holidays are open until the end of this month so end of october which is when furlough finishes that gets interesting when furlough finishes people want to have a job how many are going to be unemployed we don't know the numbers i'm hearing is anywhere from a million upwards maybe even two million that's going to be catastrophic how are those people going to keep up their mortgage repayments we don't know if they can't keep up their mortgage repayments how many repossessions are we going to have is the government going to step in or not if we have repossessions obviously the whole dynamic of uh, the property market starts changing so those people who have cash in their pocket looking to buy property they might be able to then uh, find deals i hope that doesn't happen because it, obviously it's uh, sad to see people lose their home and I hope uh, there's something done to protect all those jobs because that would be catastrophic. So there was a ban on repossessions of homes and this is going to continue until the end of, the end of this month but then obviously see what the government does. They haven't said they're going to do anything but they might change their position in the next three or four weeks. Uh, 
Now, at the time we were told that taking a mortgage holiday will not affect a borrower's credit, which is fine. But I can tell you now, if you're looking to get a loan or a mortgage, lenders are asking, did you take a mortgage repayment holiday? And if you did, how long for? Uh, and some of them are making life harder because they asked me that question when I um, was mortgaging my 21 flats. I hadn't taken a mortgage repayment holiday, so I was okay. They then wanted to see the uh, bank statements to, to prove that and they could see that the payments were made every single month. So that's going to be a challenge. So some of the good news with that is that the help to buy scheme has been extended by two months but you're going to have to practically complete by the 28th of February 2021 and legally uh, have completed on the transaction by 31st of March 2021 to qualify for that scheme. So that's some good news for help to buy. Now above and beyond that, uh, when you're looking to resume your mortgage payments, as a borrower, you, you'll be given the option to extend the length of your mortgage to continue paying it off at the same level pre-COVID. You can also take up to a further three months deferral or switch to interest only mortgage for a short period or make partial payments. So all of this kind of shows you now uh, the efforts being made uh, to accommodate uh, the difficulty people are facing uh, and Oh, of course all of this is going to have some kind of an impact on the housing market positive or negative we're going to discuss that throughout the series of this particular video series what the chancellor also did was to make things easier is propose a stamp duty land tax cut on homes uh, which are up to the value of 500,000 pounds and purchased between the 8th of July this year and end of March 2021 now I can tell you that's encouraged and helped the housing market because more people are now looking to buy. And what's really interesting was if you're a property investor, then the 500,000 pound limit applies to you too. So you have to pay the additional 3% SDLT, but you don't pay the basic rate uh, stamp duty land tax, uh, which was very encouraging. So obviously the chancellor and the government are looking to uh, support and uh, incentivize property investors too. Uh, is this going to cause pro uh, properties to increase in the short term? Uh, well, I'll tell you one thing, it's causing them to sell pretty quickly, because like I said earlier, houses are selling and uh, well, selling for asking price and above asking price based on my own uh, personal experience. Now the affordable homes program uh, for 2021 to 2026 is worth 11.5 billion uh, and is estimated to fund 180,000 homes. This is, uh, I mean, there's a change in terms of the geographical allocation with the previous five-year program uh, as that was a 50-50 split between London uh, and the rest of the, of the UK. Uh, whereas now London's allocation is 35% uh, and the rest goes to the rest of the UK. 1,500 pilot homes uh, for first home scheme uh, was given to first time buyers at a discount of 30%. So again, you can see now they're trying to take things outside London, making it e easier for people uh, who live outside London. Uh, and shelter, 
uh, found that 40% of homes granted planning permission between 2011 and 2017 were never built. Shock, horror, what a surprise. And that amounts to 380,000 homes. So a lot of people have planning permission. Some of those may have expired because the applicant hasn't started work, but a lot of uh, properties have planning permission but have not been built. So that's kind of uh, the state of where we are right now. Going forward, I'm then going to look at, uh, in the next episode, the residential property market or the, and the rental property market and see where we are. And then from there, we'll then move on to where we think the markets or where I think the markets are moving to. So make sure you click like, subscribe, Comment below if you find this video useful, ask any questions you like and go through the series because I will cover for you in detail where I think the market's going and that's going to be a big help for you. Until the next episode, bye for now. Thanks for listening to Wealth Made Simple. You can follow and contact Shaz on the Facebook pages Entrust Property Tax and The Profits Wizard. You can also find Shaz on LinkedIn, YouTube and Instagram. Alternatively, email him at shaz at aa-accountants.co.uk. Build your wealth by mastering money.